Welcome back to another episode of Northwest in the Raw. Back with Dan. He liked it so much that he just asked to come back on twice. I'm just kidding. I asked him if he'd come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so welcome back, Dan. How you doing? Doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Feeling great. Nice. What you been doing this week that makes you feel so great? Went to the coast with my wife. Ah, there you go. Yeah. She... Uh, turned 47 this year happy belated so we went over there for her birthday and and hung out it was beautiful nice Nice. shout out to dan's wife happy birthday beautiful blue skies (laughs) very windy that's why there were such blue skies because the wind just oh wow blew everything away usually it's always overcast on the coast oh no it's gorgeous this is we we realize that this is the time of year to go Mm. yeah because it just seemed like it was it, it was perfect the the weather it was like 55 60 degrees um perfect and just blue beautiful blue skies you could see all the stars at night which part of the coast did you guys go to we were in brookings Ooh, nice yeah love brookings got to watch a couple surfers out there and sweet and uh yeah it was really neat so it was very relaxing i love walking on the beach and you sent me a uh after the podcast last week you sent me a article about the eight essential sugars. Yes. Which is pretty intriguing because they're essential. We need sugars in our body, like we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, our brain and our body needs sugar. Mm-hmm. And so the way we get these essential sugars from the reading that I have just briefly done from these articles is mainly from vegetables i mean you can get it other ways but the the healthiest way is from these vegetables and fruits Mm -hmm. so talk to me about these eight essential sugars why are they so important and and, uh why is raw in such a unique place to give all of these sugars to our bodies well they're called essential sugars because they are the sugars that are essential for our homeostasis to keep our body healthy and strong and balanced yeah and so there are, are many other sugars, but these eight sugars are the key sugars that our body utilizes mm-hmm. for our health. So um, when we eat a bulk of vegetables and, and fruits, mm-hmm. then our, bo- they are broken down, the sugars get broken down, and every cell in our body has thousands of sugar molecules attached to each of those cells. And so when we eat something, um, like if you drink aloe vera juice, it has mannose sugar in it. It's that mannose sugar that helps with the digest- your digestion. It helps with healing. If you, you know, put aloe vera pulp on your skin if you get a burn. Oh, it's, yeah, I've done that. feels it, so good. Exactly. And it's that mannose sugar that's doing the healing because mm. it's the mannose sugar that's communicating with the cells in that area of the burn. Gotcha. And that's what's doing the healing. So that's why these are called essential sugars. Um, just like superfoods, blueberries or strawberries, they're high in antioxidants. They're, they're super. They're greater than the other ones because they're higher in nutritional value. Mm. So um, these glyconutrients, these eight essential sugars, 
are the sugars that your body uses the most. And Gotcha. So it's like the when your body is breaking down the things that you eat, it's breaking it down into its simplest form of, of the molecule, which is these eight essential sugars that it can there it can use to you know, metabolize and do what it needs to do. Exactly. Gotcha. And it's important to get it in its whole form because when you eat processed foods, there's less of that, those sugars in there because it's been stripped so far down down. that your body is still getting some of the sugars, but it's not getting the essential parts of it that are helping, you know, for the health of your body. And you probably have to eat more than you would otherwise. And exactly. And that's, that's a lot of times why people eat so much because when you're eating the amount of food that, you know, your body needs, you know, and it's, and you're getting the nutritional value that your body's looking for, then you don't have to, your body isn't looking, it's not craving things. It's not, it's not, you know, you're not, yeah, you get full faster because your body isn't looking necessarily for quantity it's looking for quality it's not having to sift through all this processed garbage that you know preserves the food to last longer that's the thing about processed foods i think because not everybody has access to raw local food and so processing it allows it to have a longer shelf life with these preservatives and things but then your body has to go through and get rid of all that to get down to the essential stuff that it actually needs, right? Yeah, if you can't if you can't afford fresh organic produce, the next best thing is to go with frozen. Because ah. it's, you know, it was still organic and it was still um, allowed to go through its, you know, growth grown process, but it was just frozen and not pumped full of preservatives and processing. No. Yep. Gotcha. And then the next best thing is to get organic canned vegetables. Mm. But um, that's the great thing at the raw is that we use everything fresh. You know, we use local farms mm-hmm. and so as much as we can. And so we get our fruits and vegetables local so they're able to grow and be vine ripened and picked at the proper time. And we only use them when they're in season and not out of season. And so therefore you're able to get the fresh produce. And when you eat a salad here or you drink a juice here, you're able to get all the nutritional value out of it, especially since we cold press our juice. So we're not killing the enzymes in the fruit or vegetable. So it's not heated up at all. Exactly. So, cause that's the other part of processing is heating up to the point where it kills the enzymes. Because that's a part of what your body needs as well as enzymes to break down the food. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, oftentimes in processed food, we don't get those enzymes. So we're eating a bunch of processed food that doesn't have those, those essential sugars, but then it also, you know, doesn't have the enzymes in there that your body needs to break those things down. Um, and so and it, that's what causes a lot of different allergies. That's why a lot of inflammation people... Inflammation and bloating. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I that's why a lot of people end up with various allergies to, to different foods because their body isn't able to, you know, um, to break down that food. You know, whether it's milk, they have a dairy 
you know, intolerance. Oh yeah. Um, right. It's because their body is lacking that enzyme to break down that lactose in the milk or um, whether it's a wheat allergy, their body is lacking the enzyme to break down the, the gluten. And so um, it's, you know, that's why it's important to eat whole foods, you know, because the more you stick to a whole food diet, especially um, fruits and vegetables, then the more you're giving your body what it needs to deal with breaking the food down and dealing with other allergens and, and, and maintain homeostasis. Exactly. So before the podcast, you also mentioned something about uh, vine ripened. Tell me more about why that's so great. Well, so vine ripened is important. Um, I kind of look at it as a child that is prematurely born. The earlier that that child is born premature, the more difficulties it has Mm -hmm. in growing because it wasn't able to grow in the womb and, and mature in the womb. So when something is attached to the source, you know, the vine, and it's growing and it's it's getting the nutrition from the vine or from the uh, branch. Such a good and, analogy. And because cause all of the, the sap and, and all of the things are, are, you know, going through the vine or the, the branch. And when you take the fruit from that too early, well, then it's lacking in so much of the nutrition. You know, it's like a, a tomato has lycopene in it, which is good for your heart. Well, if you pick a tomato too early the lycopene doesn't enter the tomato until the last week of its ripening. So when you pick the tomato months in advance, then there's no really, there's no lycopene in there. So you're missing like the main thing that the main thing that people, one of the great things about a tomato. Exactly. So when people think of, Oh, I love tomatoes because there's lycopene in there. Well, if it's not a vine ripened tomato, then it's not even in there. That's not in there. And and (laughs) it doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't, you, you know, don't be fooled by, when you go to certain places and they have the tomato that's still attached to the vine, well, they could have cut the tomato still way too early just because it's attached to the oh. vine. <laughs> the vine still has to be attached to gotcha. the rest of the plant. Right, right. You know, so it's not just vine ripened in the sense of, yeah, <laughs> it vine this. ripened while it was in the grocery store or right. traveling on the ship across this ocean. It's vine ripen as it's attached to the whole entire plant or whole entire tree. So how often does, so, so you've laid out the benefit of vine ripening and I I see the benefit. So how often does raw source locally and like vine ripened produce? Whenever it's available, you know, we, 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 um, we have a few farms that we, we get our berries from Pennington farms out in the Applegate and, um, we get fresh berries from them all year round. Um, in the winter, they, they, um, after the harvest, they pick and then they freeze them, but they were still, you know, allowed to ripen on the the bushes and things. So they still contain those nutrients. They, They still contain the nutrients. Nice. Um, and then we also use other farms. We get our kale and, and tomatoes and cucumbers um, from those farms. Um, so 
during the spring and summer, we're able to get, you know, a lot of our produce from those companies. We get our salad mix from a local farm during the summer. Nice. Yeah, it's great. And I, I know that we, uh, we used to get our wheatgrass from Shasta View just down the street, too. Um, we... W- we uh we still get that yeah um yeah. in the summertime a lot of times we we also get it from a company called um general produce they're in shasta gotcha so um they also they they get theirs from shasta view but they also source it from another place so um because we use such a large quantity of wheatgrass you know we use both of those companies yeah it's like in everything we have it's in a lot of things it's a, a very beneficial very yeah. beneficial plant. I wanted to go through these eight. Uh, we don't have to like go too deep into every single one, but I at least wanted to name these eight essential sugars so that people know what they are and help me with some of these uh, pronunciations are kind of difficult. I got the first one, glucose. I've heard of that. We can find that one in pretty much everything. Yeah, it's it's in a lot of foods, and the thing is, is um, when because of one, if one sugar is in a lot of your foods, that's again what causes you know a lot of the allergies. You know, we need more than just one sugar. Gotcha. You know, so um, again, that's why they're called essential sugars. You know, they're essential for your body so you can't just live off of one or two or three you need to you gotta get the full spectrum you need to get the full spectrum um it's the same thing with you know with uh hydrating yourself you know you need to drink water as well you need to get proper rest and so you know when it comes to the sugars you need to at least you know get five or more of them in your in your diet you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, on a regular basis. Right. Just to name the source of this study it, that we're reading from, it's uh, from medium.com. Uh, it's from Bianca Be Beautiful. That's kind of what, that's what I'm pulling from. Yeah. Uh, so the glucose that, I mean, everybody's heard of glucose. That's, that's table sugar, right? Like, but it's processed. Yeah. And too much glucose will raise your insulin level. Right. Um, and when it's unchecked, you know, when, you know, cause oftentimes, you know, you don't pass out or, or yeah. faint right away, you know, or if, if you don't realize how much you're intaking, then that's oftentimes what causes like diabetes or obesity. Or obesity. Wow, but it tastes so good. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why it's important for us to not just think about what tastes good but yeah what's beneficial for your body what's going to help it in the the long run right because again we want to you know live a long healthy life and so when we right. you know whatever we put in our body if we're thinking about the future instead of just thinking about that moment then you know we're going to eat things that don't necessarily taste great but they are great for your body yeah. and for its health, for True. its homeostasis. So the next one on the list is galactose. That's another one I've heard of that's in a lot of different fruits and vegetables. Yeah, so galactose sugar is found in nettle. And oh, nettle okay. is what helps with arthritis. 
gotcha. So it's the galactosugar that communicates with those areas where the arthritis is and, and helps to heal that and, and um, to take that away the inflammation. Okay. Nice. So it's interesting. So that sugar, again, communicates with the sugar molecules attached to those cells in that area. And so when you get it in its purest form, the, the nettle, if you're using that for arthritis, um, it, let's say if you juiced it, then, and, you, and you're juicing organic you know, nettle picked at the right time, mm-hmm. then it's going to really you know, help your arthritis. Do we have nettle on any, in any of our juices? We don't you? now. We did. Um, it was expensive. And so it, um, I'm sure we'll bring it back. Yeah, you know when it's in season. Yeah, when it's you know in season. Got to get that galactose, man. Hey, no one any arthritis. How many people are struggling with arthritis? You know, or or different joint problems. Especially when it's cold, man. When my my joints when it gets cold out like this, my joints just kind of freeze up. Yeah. Well, I noticed as I was driving to the coast this weekend, my my leg, one of my legs was hurting in um, the knee, because when I was running and and working out really hard, it just put a lot of stress in that area. And so just my leg being in that position, driving for so long, it started to hurt. Hmm. And, and that's the thing is what I needed to do is just give it, you know, some kind of anti-inflammatory like aloe vera or nettle. Yeah. And it, you know, it <laughs> yeah. would have went away. Yeah. It's cool learning all this, man. Like, uh, my body's feeling like this. Maybe I could use some galactose, you know, some nettles. It's isn't that wonderful. Cool. You know, because the thing is, is it's not about, Oh, my joints hurt. I need to go and get pills, Advil or, or whatever Tylenol. It's about what food do I get? You know, because if you make food, your medicine, then whatever problem you're having, whether it's a headache, whether it's a toothache, whether it's your knees are killing you, whatever it is, if you think about what food could I, is my body asking for what nutrient, what glyconutrient is it asking for? Then You'll look that up. You'll start right. taking it, you know. Um, so and you just got to listen to your body and just know what it's deficient exactly. in. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's exactly so cool. what the owner here, Webb, did, you know, when he, he had oh, arthritis. arthritis yeah. And that's what caused him to want to start this juice bar. See, when he, he found out about nettle and he started juicing it and taking it, his arthritis went away. Yeah, See, and so, so that's cool. the thing is when you listen to your body and you do your research and you find out, oh, this is what my body's asking for. I'm going to give it this nettle. And then the, the arthritis subsides and goes away and you're feeling better. And you're not pumping your body with a bunch of pharmaceutical. You're pumping your body with a bunch of nutraceutical <laughs> because you want that word. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's just educating yourself and taking the power back in your own hands. Exactly. Well, we get the, the the word nutraceutical is nutrition and pharmaceutical put together. Gotcha. See, because it's foods that heal. Mm. And that's the thing is it's not a lot of pharmaceutical like bare aspirin. It comes from like a, a bark of some tree. So some mm. of them have some form of food in there. But yet then there's all kinds of other laboratory, you know, right. processed, you know, 
chemical balanced things in there. And we're not saying, I mean, it doesn't feel like we're saying that there's no place for pharmaceuticals because there is, if it's prescribed by a doctor, if there's, if uh, you need to supplement it with that specific thing, with a actual medication from the pharmacy. But what we're talking about, nutraceutical, am I saying it right? Is yes. to, uh, is to prevent having to use those things. Yes. And if you do have those things to a, a severe point and you do need to take the pharmaceutical, there's also, you could start slowly adding the nutraceuticals. You could start slowly start adding the fruits and oh, yeah, vegetables that, and, and things like that and wean yourself off the pharmaceuticals. Gotcha. So the next one on the list, number three is Fucose, am I saying that one right? Yeah. And then there's um, mannose, which you mentioned before. That one's an aloe vera, and also sea kelp and green beans, stuff like that, cabbage. Yeah, which we use purple cabbage in some of our drinks. We also have it on our salads. True. And then glucosamine, that's that's number five on the list of essential sugars. Um, I keep seeing on this study, I keep seeing glycoproteins and glycolipids. Uh, those are like uh, just fats and proteins, right? Yeah. And, um, they're what build the muscles and gotcha. Okay. So this is also going to be healthy for like, if you're working out and doing some exercises. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like glucosamine is good when you work out because that's going to help your joints. See, that's what happened to me is I burn out my joints because I wasn't taking those things. I just was young and, and wanted to, you know, lift heavy um, whereas if you take these supplements, you know, cause that's, you know, if you, you're supplementing your diet with these foods, then it, it, you know, it works together with, in conjunction with your working out and, or whatever you're doing in your life. Nice. And then galactosamine, it's a big word. Oh, that's the one we were talking about earlier that helps with, uh, with cartilage. Yeah, set all that in conjunction with um, glucosamine um, works with, you know, in operation, it helps with your build your immune system. It helps with cartilage and and those things are found in like shark cartilage. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Which they probably have the strongest cartilage. (laughs) Probably. I'd I'd bet on that. Uh, Then the next one is neuromyth. Help me put that one, Dan. Neuromanic, Neuromanic acid. acid. That's a that's a sugar, an essential sugar. Yep. Wow. It's it's been found and it's important for brain function, so it helps with you know cognitivity and um, an immune system support. Yeah, a lot of these they they, you know, all of these are going to help with immune system support because again, if you if you're eating a whole food you know fruit and vegetable diet then you're going to get all of these in your in your body and your immune system is going to be built up because you're giving your you're basically taking your multivitamin every day when you eat your fruits and vegetables so all of them are building up your immune system gotcha makes sense and they probably all help with brain function as well exactly and then the final one on this list of essential sugars is xylose found in Broccoli, spinach, eggplant, peas, and green beans. Yeah. Actually, we have a few of those on our We have pears and raspberries. Right. 
Oh, yeah, and pears as and well. And blackberries. See, the raspberries and blackberries are what we get from that farm, the Pennington farm. Oh, nice. So we get those fresh. And again, so you get them fresh like that, it's going to be full of that, xylos. Oh, wow. I'm reading on this underneath the xylos. It says that it's a studies show that it's a key contributor to the prevention of cancer in the digestive tract. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Got to give me some xylos. Hey. <laughs> Got to prevent wanna, that cancer. Yeah, you want to keep that clean in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, this is pretty cool. I didn't know a lot of these things. I, I appreciated learning about uh, vine ripened. That wasn't something that I had really too much experience or too much knowledge in. So I'm happy to know that raw gets locally sourced things that are vine ripened. And uh, if you don't live in a place, if you're not lucky enough to live in Ashland, Oregon, where you get a lot of that stuff, um, I appreciated learning about uh, like frozen foods, like next best things. Because it's understandable that some people don't have access to vine ripened foods all the time. It's, you know, some foods are uh, not in season. So just freeze them up, do the next best, next best thing and keep that homeostasis going. Yeah, as long as it's organic. There you go, <laughs> right. Cool, well thanks Dan, I appreciate your wisdom. It's pretty awesome talking to you today. Yeah, thank anything you so else, much. Anything else you need to leave with our audience before we head out? Don't take for granted your health. Live every day. And see every day is a blessing. Bam. Love it. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, everybody.